Welcome to He Said, She Said with Adam and Patricia. We'll, we'll get that shit down one time. Patricia. We'll, we'll get that intro yeah. down one time. It's when we do it, it always sounds so cheesy, right? We're like, we, we did the recording, like the intro for the first episode. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty scary. Yeah. That's kind of the point, though. Right. It, it is. Uh, welcome to He Said, She Said with Adam Lowry and Patricia May. That is cheesy as fuck. We are never doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) That's so terrible. Oh, man. We are never doing that again. Uh, But hanging out, little, uh, I like the wine choice this Sunday evening. I do. Undefeated is what it's called, yeah? Um, Yeah. No, it is not undefeated. I said it undefeated. I said it wrong. I'm like showing it on Facebook Live. Yeah. Uh, It's misbehaved, actually. So misbehaved. Yeah. Pick that bottle up. Are we misbehaving? (laughs) I think that's what got us where we are today. We're such wild people. <laughs> I don't know that I'd go there. It's, I guess so. Internally, yeah. internally. Yeah, we're taking a little easier this week. Last Sunday, uh, we tore apart the private stock, the Captain Morgan private stock, and got a little out of control. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. After. No. It, the whole thing was... In control. It was fun, I thought. Or you were in control. <laughs> Maybe that's why I can let go when I'm around you. Maybe what? is it because like you're like, I got this. <laughs> so I can be like, she's got this. I'm just going to I'm gonna let go. I feel the same, though. Well, who's in too. control then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying like when I go out with you, I, it's nice to be able to go uh, relax, chill, because I know I'm going to be okay and taken care of. Yeah, it's, I appreciate that. It's a... It's a rough world out there, the, the dating world. You know, you said that you made me watch. Now, I don't do chick flicks. You know what I mean? But I may have changed my tune. Yeah. And yeah, I'll, I'll cover my new theory okay. based on that later. But in uh, all of the non-reality, which those chick flicks, if you will. That's, can I even say that today? Chick flick? Yeah. I don't think I can even say that today. I'm probably in trouble right now with some. I don't think it really matters. Like to me, that is one of the biggest problems. Somebody's tweeting today. like you, mother, you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really care when it comes to that kind of stuff. If I, I feel like if it's harmless to me and I am not um, hurting, hurting anybody, yeah, right, offending yeah, them, hurt. then it doesn't matter if it's goofy or stupid or, or silly, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think silly is a good word. If it's silly and it's fun, you know, mm-hmm. you can do that. But all right. So you forced me to watch. So he's just not that into you. Yeah. All right. I haven't been single a time mm-hmm. or two in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are definitely some similarities. Now they take that movie and seriously exaggerate the personalities or that person. But I couldn't help but say, I think we've all been that person, each one of those people, probably one time. Yeah. I, and it was almost painful to watch. I would, it would recall situations where I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> or I let so-and-so do that or whatever. You just go, oh, I was that idiot. And uh, fortunately, I'm, I don't feel like I'm that idiot anymore. Which one was the idiot that you felt like before? Every single one of them. Each one. <laughs> yeah. Well, each one kind of makes a bonehead. Well, maybe not everyone, but close enough. Each one of them kind of make a bonehead move, you know, for the most part. But but is it a bonehead move? You know what I mean? Because what, what we believe in a perception of what couple would have been the best together, right? You cheer for certain ones. They show you at the end really doesn't work out that way. <laughs> yeah. Not the way everybody planned. But yeah, absolutely. There's a 
idiotic move. Yeah, they, the the dating the dating world is uh, I don't know. It's the landscape changes. It changes so much, but yet stays the same in in a sense. You know, with the society changing, with the rules, if you will, of society changing at the same time. Um, you know, I, I I'll have to quote my my wonderful mother on uh, on this one. She's pretty good at that. Yeah, I do that a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's no perfect life, you know, and whether it's with somebody or single at the time or uh, or like them, just with somebody for the time, right? But then when the guy, what's the name, Connor? You yeah. Know, it would be Connor. I know, right? <laughs> Connor. Sorry yeah. if there's any Connors. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Connor, if you're out there. But yeah, Connor, who's hey, just like, no, you want the life, just not with me. You know, and he's provided everything you could think of. But at least she was brave enough, though, to yeah, go. Yeah, he scared the crap out of her. That's why. Where she was, like, backed into a corner. Well, I mean. Uh, she threw up on him, but he yeah, was back, she was backed into a corner, technically. Sure. But the way it was painted, too, is, like, this dude's everybody's dream. Or every girl's dream is that. When I say everybody, it's not everybody. Yeah. The way it's painted. Like, but the way it's painted, what's funny is Connor offered the direct American dream. The like, paper dream. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the perfect yeah. little American. We already have the house. The thing is there. I'm already got mm-hmm. plans. I know where I'm going. Everything's great. It'll be yeah. fine. And no, and that's the plan that didn't, <laughs> you know, work out. Yeah, he was far too soft for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, in everything, his it's delivery, a, his same guy mannerism. that plays E in Entourage. He plays the same yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he plays yeah. the same guy. Yeah, chasing down the girl in a relationship that doesn't mm-hmm. want to be with him. Sloan was worth chasing down though. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> but e, that. Yeah, he's little, but I forgot how I got it. Got to where I was talking about. I had a point. <laughs> I don't know. It's rare, but I had a point. Um, That's happened every now and then. <laughs> yeah, they're rare. You were talking about how you were being forced to watch that type of oh, a movie and changing and way back. Well, uh, basically, the offering of of what is right uh, of what Connor offered is what I was talking about. Right, okay. that Connor kind of presented the um, the perfect picture. Right. And that turns out to be almost the most losing relationship out of all of them that form, even the ones that break up. That's a good thing. You know, that they the way they split, you know, yeah. that was fine. It was mm-hmm. good for everybody. I kind of ended like, all right, everybody's right. You know, yeah. Uh, other than that one. Right. <laughs> but that one was supposed to be the, the good one. He was the, you know, he's well, an entrepreneur. Was because he ended up finding someone that would appreciate those things about it. Yeah. And, and it's Drew Barrymore. So it was a good catch. It's good. Yes, she's never really been my thing. She's a so-so. Yeah, never really been my yeah. thing. I think my brother had a thing for yeah for Drew. She's not. She would make the not so hot list for me. Really? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, she would be a cool chick to hang out with. But... <laughs> like we know her. Hey, Drew, you're all right. I, I saw yeah. you once or twice in a movie. I mean, she's totally cool looking and everything <laughs> that she does. Hey, she hung out with Adam Sandler really coolly, so she must be all right. Yeah, but he managed to resist her. Yeah, I did. for that long. He taught. They talked about it on a show where um, they said, "Well, as many movies." I just fast forwarded my voice. Me, movies. That's like movies, but different. <laughs> Those are smoothie movies. <laughs> yeah, as many of movies that they've done together that they never hooked up or any, did anything like that. They've kissed because it was in a scene, but even then they were saying it was just like, well, I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> I, I, frankly, I have no idea is what he said yeah. about that topic of who's dating who on some, on some movie side. I could give a shit. Okay. Um, I forgot what point I was getting to. You just totally curbed it. <laughs> I just scrolled. Yes. Uh, all right. I scrolled way off. I was talking about the date. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Entourage. Okay, so 
the picture perfect scene, right? If you take um, the idea of, and I'm being, it sucks. I'm generally speaking. So if you're emailing or want to be like you fucking, you know, whatever you want to call me, I'm just generally speaking so we can have a conversation people. Right. Um, if the typical scene is that the, the guy who is whoever this guy Connor portrays, right. Got it together, knows where he's going, has the house pre-purchased. I mean, he pre-purchased basically almost the house in case you just say, pull the trigger yeah, and we make this happen. And that, story doesn't line up although that seems to be a lot of people's wants right of that story male and female right i'm playing both the connors of the world are the males and females both sides and that one doesn't win out right right so how many times do, do people have that story and they want to shape it to look like that so they almost enforce that story right if you're looking for you know if you're going to buy a new corvette i talk about in my book right you're, you're going to see more corvettes so if you're looking for the love like the one girl i think the short-haired I, girl yeah, yeah yeah she's all flaky star of it you got me like chatting here about fucking. Yeah. I just caught what I'm doing. <clears throat> That's okay. I'm ashamed of myself. Well, think about how many times it is that I cross over and I'm at the fights and I'm at all these other things and Ten I'm four. jumping in both feet. Yeah, you really did. That uh, you do that. I like that about you. And when I took you fishing, we're so squirrel. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll come back to that, right? Yeah. It's kind of cliche what I'm talking about, right? How it doesn't fit, but fit. But it's true. You do that when I when we went fishing. Right, and we went poor man fishing, you know. That's kind. Yeah, we went poor, you know, poor, poor person fishing. I poor is that man better? Is fine with me. All right, yeah, I'm all progressive movement. Don't attack yeah. me. <laughs> well, if you're talking about a man, you were talking about yourself, so that should be okay. Yeah. All right. So we did that. So it's waiting, right? You go out in the water. We're in the Indian River for those people that I'm talking about. Talking to it's uh, salt water. We're out there, but you were out there. And shuffle along with me. And you have to shuffle, for those who don't know, if you're wading in the Indian River or some water <laughs> in Florida, you have to shuffle your feet. Yeah. Now, what do you think I was telling you you had to shuffle your feet for? You think I was fucking with you? Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I thought you were just really, because you were saying things about alligators and stuff like that. And you know how I normally would, <laughs> I'm not afraid of a lot, and that just freaks me the hell out. So I don't know too many people are like, oh, there's, well, there's actually saltwater crocs in the Indian River. So but there's not many people are like, oh, alligators and crocs. I'm cool. No worries. Well, you seem to like it. I don't like it. I mean, the, and I'll deal with it. But I mean, that's why I was looking around. But the, the point was, as you came out there and bravely didn't just scoot, oh, yeah, you have to scoot your feet around on the yeah. flats that you're fishing. You're about waist deep or so, depends on how tall you are. And you have to scoot your feet around because there's stingrays all over the place. And if you just walk, they'll pop you in out. Yeah. So you're out there and you're shuffling around behind me, just, and I see you shuffling around. And we're talking about participating. You didn't just participate and go, you know, like, all right, we're going to, you know, like it's the date, like you're the one girl, the short hair girl in a movie who's just like, we're going to find love and I'm going to do this thing I'm not good at at all, right, and just yeah. jump in. But you didn't. You dove in and I watched you the entire time kind of just looking back for you and Crocodiles. <laughs> I think I just got out swim her. And um, no, I don't understand it was bad. Anyway. Anyway, but you cast and you cast and you cast and you cast. You didn't just throw it once or twice, you know, like you really did it. And that kind of involvement, that's really, and you weren't just doing it to do it. You know what I mean? I, you can tell if somebody's just participating. Yeah. They want their fucking ribbon. Yeah. When is the time to leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You didn't. And like a champ, you, you stayed there and scooted around in the water with me for a while. And, um, yeah. Well, thank you for the compliment. But honestly, I think it's just like, there's lots of chicks like that. They just haven't been approached or 
Um, they sell themselves short, things like that. There's really? lots of women like that. Walk me through the mind of that woman. You got me intrigued. I started to build a one. I was like a sketch artist, right? You started uh-huh. talking. I'm like, yeah, that woman. But she does, or he does even. Right? It's just a matter of giving the opportunity or somebody to ask them. Think about how many times you've, we've met couples, and you can just tell that freaking woman is dying to jump out of that shell that she's made herself so comfortable in, and nobody's tried to crack it. Yeah, even themselves. You see it. Yeah. I mean, and they bring up that that person in the movie. They do. He represented by uh, the, the female who's got boring, who's yelling at subcontractors and oh. forgets and last minute tries to come and fuck her husband at work. Yeah. It's like a last minute Hail Mary, you know. I thought that that couple was more like the one that you were describing that was trying to be the picture perfect couple, the house they're building, renovating, all that, you know. Well, that would be the Connor couple soon. Yeah. Yeah, they start out the Connor couple. What the fuck is the Connor couple? That's a thing now. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing now. Um, well, the circle back, right, is that all the way back, the vision that a lot of people lay out, you know, and, they, and some guys have it too, right? They have it, uh, you know, because they're in love with that woman, right? And it can be any sex too, okay? Not only discriminate. But they have that same idea, right, is I'm going to work, take care of them, you know, put the house up like Connor gets. Hey, I got the house. You're ready. Take care of, sacrifice, your, give up your life. Let's do this. You're ready. <clears throat> that really you know chase the dream as much as a, a female may right or anybody else that that happened. oh yeah it plenty exists yeah to paint it and it's such a i mean there's what the levels right the the meeting the dating the thing and then the marriage right just like they portray it it's just what you naturally do what they think you're supposed to do yes yeah and it turns out the happiest couple at the end of it on the sailboat is the one that never really they weren't talking about getting married well they came to the conclusion that they didn't need it and then when they both realized it it was no longer such an issue if they decided to do it. Yeah. But I mean, to it was a tax break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or so he could move back in instead of being on the boat. Yeah. It's such a, to, to tie into the marriage and then to untie from it is also, uh, it's, it's difficult. Right. And the idea though, even if somebody can see somebody going, well, it should make it difficult. It shouldn't just be easy because you're mad one day and you undo it. And well, look, if you're the asshole that undoes it because you're mad one day, you're kind of an asshole. You know what I mean? You shouldn't yeah. be undoing it that much because you're mad one day. That's your own issue. You know? Yeah. That, to me, is a sheer sign that it wasn't quite as valuable as you thought it was. How do you, what does she say about, like I did that. So I, did that. <laughs> I saw, what I heard she, it too. <laughs> what does she say about, you know, the idea of the contractual agreement and then the split when the split has to become where you're splitting everything or, uh, it just doesn't go back to normal, right? A lot of men and women both. Women get shorted child support. Fathers get shorted child support back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. People lose half of their stuff, right? Things they never pay for, things they came in with. You know, where's your stand there? Where's, is that? Because for me, it's kind of like, ah, if you if you came together and you you broke up, you just decided not to do it anymore. But it's it's so much like a, I don't know. It's like trying to get out of that, the cube in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it's all in the, it's every situation is different. Everything is circumstantial and the way you're going to approach it. I mean, what you're willing to risk is usually as amazing as what you're willing to get with that risk. Mm. So if it's over, should it be just over? And this was your stuff that you came in with. This was your stuff that you came in with and like alimony, this kind of stuff, right? It's paid both ways a lot of time. Yeah. I think there, I mean, of course you should do a split. I mean, even split, I believe in that. I mean, 
That's what I did. I, when I got a divorce, it was cut straight through the, straight through the middle. <laughs> it was cut straight through the middle. And you go your way and you put in your time if you have children. Um, but yeah, what else is there? What else do what else do you need? Yeah, that's such the fine line, right? Because there's such a negative cloud over the idea of a divorced family, right? The first, it's almost like, oh, he's from foster care. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you're the step just above that. You're not quite Taco Bell, you know what yeah. I mean? But you're just above that. Right. You know, if you're like, oh, he's from a broken home. <laughs> Even the definition of a broken home. But where's, you know, there's so that line, right, of sacrifice and love we talked about on last show. That line of where people go, okay, well, we stay married because the kids, right, we played out. Mm-hmm. and people sacrifice their happiness, their daily routine, their self-respect, you know, so much. to Those keep things that, are so visible with the people that are living with them. Well, to keep that picture, right? Yeah. And that line is so difficult for people to where they go because divorce has that, oh, you're fostered child right it has that thing you yeah. know hell it felt like i lost friends when i got divorced it felt like oh you're divorced i can't fucking talk to you anymore. well you do that's like what i changed happens. teams or yeah, something you go well that one he got those people in the divorce or <laughs> yeah i mean that's natural I, I would expect that to happen i would kick my friend's ass if they were oh let me go over to his place when you he started this friendship with me uh, well my married friends were the more ones that i stopped hearing from yeah. They, they just were kind of like, I don't fucking want to talk to you anymore. Oh. You know, I, they didn't say that, but yeah. it just kind of seemed like that. I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not on the you get it team anymore. Did did you feel a little bit like um, you were blackballed by the women? Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah. One in particular uh, was kind of like, hi, Adam. Yeah. I don't want you influencing my husband. Yes, stay the fuck away from him. Yeah, I, we <laughs> realize you just cut the umbilical cord and you're ready to go play. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't. I was, yeah, I wasn't. But well, back right that line of that balance of staying for the kids. I always say, if you're staying for the kids, you're making a mistake. You you have to leave because there's the other side of it that so many people don't look at is the opportunity that you get to show your children that you can take care of yourself, that you can overcome something like that. I mean, if your own kid came to you and said, hey, you know, my significant other did such and such and such, and it was a line breaker, would you look at them and say, go take care of yourself, be happy, you don't need them? And if you'd give that advice, are you even willing to take your own fucking advice? You know, so there's that line where people go, I'll stay in it. I made the commitment. The contract's there. There's so much to unweave and unravel if we do it. Uh, we'll just, you know, stay with it and the kids will be 18 and then all right, uh, we'll, we'll... Well, it seems to me like when you think about this, how many people say, I'm so glad that my mother toughed it out with my dad every time he beat the shit out of her. I would not have been able to Fuck. get to school on time if my mom didn't stay there. But if your mother left or whatever, then you hear a lot more. I respect my mother for leaving when she did. They don't hate the mother. Yeah, that would be crazy to hear somebody say that. I mean, it's hard. I'm glad she stayed for 26 years and took what she took so I could get that. I'd be like, fuck no. Right. Yeah. I remember the the morning my mom was leaving uh, quite vividly, you know, and she'd finally decided 
for the 85th time. <laughs> this time was going to be real though, but she, you know, I could see she had made her mind up packing her little escort, <laughs> Ford yeah. escort with the shit she could fit in, fit in it. And she was out and it was just leaving me there and she was bouncing. And I remember kind of at the door, like I was kind of like a cheerleader. I was like, go, go, go. I was like, get the fuck out of here, you know, roll, do your thing. And for me, there was strength in that. Yeah. There was hurt in that too. You know, a lot of things sure. that came with it personally, you know, but kind of a save yourself you know what i mean yeah Fucking roll. you were like you were just saying about with me earlier saying i got this go yeah live your life finally enjoy yourself or whatever that you're going to be okay because of how old you were or uh, i'm thinking how strong you were yeah I just it wasn't necessarily the age i just it, it wasn't there wasn't anything uh <laughs> chivalrous about it i just wanted to yell and stop I just wanted what yeah. the fuck was happening in the house to you stop. You wanted the, the burning to go <laughs> Yeah, away. just fucking you go. I'll just yeah. go go on. But I do, that sinks in. So, yeah. you know, when I ended a couple tough relationships and, you know, and walked away, uh, I remembered that, you know, of going. That same feeling almost of well, yeah, yeah. setting them free? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like my mom showed me that. She showed that after so long and so much, you can do that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and, and make a different life. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for everybody. Don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, it's tough on whether you believe in a divorce or whatever. It's hard, but yeah. it was still her choice, you know, mm-hmm. but it showed me something different. So if she did the opposite, right, which was stay regardless and maybe till I did leave high school or something, but maybe I do stay with that wrong girl, right, that I'm not supposed to be with, but yeah. I had made the commitment, right? I did the thing and maybe I make that choice. And that's my whole point about that. And then what? If you make that choice, uh, to me, you're forever looking out the window. Mm. Well, how did I'm going to get personal? How did you balance it with the idea of keep the family together because the kids are there, and then the I can't do this eight what they would say for the kids right anymore, mm-hmm. and because I get to see the other end of it right the the what it did show them how to take care of you, and and going to take care of you to say I'm not I refuse to live this way anymore. But, yeah. uh, you know, how did you come to that conclusion? Um, there was never a time when I was married when I was literally going to go, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm getting a divorce because, you know, I, I kept having children thinking, of course, that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and then, <laughs> sorry. So then when he cheated on me. That was the one. Um, that's when I just, there's, I even mentally tried to be forgiving did you try like the what the uh one couple <laughs> no this is perfect no i, I did not try like that at all i oh, did no. absolutely not okay. she went and tried to seduce or whatever and well, well no she took the blame first she was like it's my fault he chose to cheat remember yeah, no, she I took she, she, take the blame either yeah, no yeah, i i know i felt like i felt like i was actually i mean and this might be something stupid to say but i felt like i was actually a really good wife so I didn't question my decision when I felt like the respect was thrown out the window. Bam. You're just done. Yeah. That was it for you. My brother said to him, um, don't ever let her see what it's like to live without you because she won't come back. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was right. Yeah. So for you, you really did stick to that to where after so long, that was the deal breaker and left on that. And I think so many people, you know, they, that's such a hard place to be in, right? Is when that happens, you think, well, it's for my kid, right? I'll, I'll do what? And if you really play that forward, what are you really saying? 
if you say I'll stay for my kid, what do you what do you hear? What does she say when you hear I'll stay for my kid? Self-doubt. I mean, they might really stay for the child because they think that's what's best for them, but I think ultimately it's because they don't trust themselves to be able to provide or um, give them what they can have without their father in their life. And it yeah. doesn't even have to be that. That's the the sucky thing. I know that there are extreme circumstances and stuff like that, but it's kind of one of those things where you just have to choose ultimately what is the most important thing to you. And sometimes you have to bite the bullet and put up with bullshit during the divorce with the other spouse or the ex. Yeah. I, how, well, I, I keep it personal, but I'll tell myself too, like the, the way I dealt with, you know, <clears throat> the impact of the child was with that rationale, which was, uh, if she was in that situation, you know, I'd want her to be happy and make a choice of something. Mm -hmm. And if that's the advice I would give her, yeah. how dare I not live it? I would be a, a hypocrite to tell her something to do that I couldn't live. And, you know, for you, well, I don't know. How was it for you thinking about, you know, oh God, the D word is coming and then the effect on my children? It didn't matter to me then, uh, the D word. Mm. <clears throat> to me, marriage isn't just the paper. So I was divorced the day that I found out that he cheated on me and didn't want to uh, be together anymore. Yeah. He almost, it was like somebody, I can't even take all the credit for the strength in it because he made it very easy. <laughs> you know, like I didn't really divorce him. He divorced me when he made that decision. You bring up a point. There's some people out there, right, that said, I wish that he or she would cheat on me. Then I could hate him and, and leave him. And, you know, I, I, I don't even hate my ex. What? Well, that's good. That's yeah, always a good thing. Him. If you can try to keep the hate out, I think that's especially with kids involved. That's <clears> a, I mean, it goes in waves and stuff like that, but I, I don't hate him. I'll tell you what the worst part about everything was when it involved children was um, – them feeling when you when you recognize them feeling like um needing to be loyal to you or to the other person um you know like my oldest matthew he did go and stay with his father for the high school years and that was detrimental to me like that was just like ugh, i could throw up but i can totally understand why matthew did do that i didn't end up i mean now being older I recognize that it really wasn't something personal. It was more him trying to, um, of course, be in the fun place, <laughs> yeah. but also, you know, be there for the other parent. Well, if, if you were to listen to us this far, you probably wouldn't want to date ever again, right? Or even take it all the way. We started talking about marriage, divorce already. When the know, idea is, right? you know, the, the games of dating. Right, yeah. is, is what we were talking about. And well, a lot of times those games that start in the beginning of dating go into the relationship. Because look, we can play off something with a word like games that makes something or behaviors lighthearted, et cetera. But a lot of times those games are there because the person is trying to fill a void or a hole or something, you know, or is needing something. There's a reward-based system there in that behavior. And even if the relationship is to develop into something serious, more than likely those same games are going to roll forward into a serious relationship and manifest into other forms of, of games, if you will. Well, it's kind of like what your mom said, when people show you who they are, believe them. And that's 
often in the beginning of the relationship before, like if you just know them as a person, pay attention to that. Yeah, it's hard. And I, I've said before, a lot of the reasons we fall in love with somebody in the beginning yeah. end up being the reasons we despise them or we can't be <laughs> around them. You did say that to me. Yeah, it, it becomes that because it's it's something foreign to you a lot of times or it's something you identify with. Um, it can be a various things. And then it's the reason you're like, wow, they're so. And then like two years later, you're like, they're so fucking, you know, and you're like, wait a minute. You know, that's that's what you fell in love with. Yeah. That's a sad story to me. <laughs> it really is. Like, who's in the wrong there? That person didn't change. The person's perception changed of what that person does. So the asshole is the person that's going, yeah, but now he does this. It changes the perception. Yeah. And by the way, any uh, body feel like calling in, feel free. Uh, dial uh, 1-305-741-4235. That's a 305 area code. Marathon keys, baby. Uh, 305. Caller number three will be. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that sophisticated uh, yet, but 305 741 Three five, and you can add to the discussion here on <laughs> late night radio talk with he said she said Patricia and Adam hanging out in the studio with my scary. Are you still there? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't very it, but when you hit that voice, sometimes it's yeah. so perfect, like the way it's laid out, it's like yeah. that is too creepy. <laughs> yeah, like the computer is in the room alone, and yeah. you, you were just talking to it, something of that sort. So, you meet somebody, you feel a connection. How long do you call? I don't put a time frame. If I feel like it, I do it. So as the woman, you feel the connection. It's there. You make the call. You reach out. You don't wait. I won't to... have to if I feel that right connection. Nah, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> well, I guess you're right, right? I mean, just like the, the lesson, the, another little side funny lesson in that movie, right? It's like, yeah. look, if the guy's not calling you, he's obviously not into you. He's not, he's not like playing a game or has to do that. And it's the truth. That's so many people, right? Though we ignore exactly what's right in front of us and say, oh, it must be. We make excuses for it. Well, it was just bad timing for him. I'm sure that if I really got to have a conversation with him, that he'd be obsessed and he'd call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying to sound like that. Too. So Danny and I had rules. So it's, it's three day minimum. Uh -huh. we, we, I don't know. She gets the three day minimum. So if a number would change, it'd be a three-day minimum. It was structured that way. And that was just a guide code. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It was just something that our guide code, right, that you'd stick with. And I think some people do or, or don't. But, I mean, those are part of the, the games, right, that people play. And here's the phrase you hear, every, you know, everyone. You hear a lot of people say, well, I'm just, I don't want any games. I'm just not into drama. Yeah, that's a lie. Well, part of that is kind of courting though, right? It's kind of the, the push pull, the, I'm not going to kiss you. I will kiss you. That's funny. I don't know. Try harder. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that, that's kind of the, it's, it's what we resorted to as far as courting, right? It used to be kill the animal, give it to the father. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you could, you know, I was born late, <laughs> but you know, it, but now it's kind of the courting of what today is. Yeah. The whole courting today has changed immensely because of the internet. That's what really sucks. Mm. Before, you'd have to kind of go out of your way to go see that person or talk to them and develop something. Like, I remember, this is going to totally age me, but I loved running and racing to answer the phone, you know, instead of the whole cell phone thing. <laughs> but, you know, just little things that have changed. But um, so I think that courting thing has changed immensely with nowadays. Yeah, you can damn near attract everyone's move. 
Oh yeah. And especially if you're somebody that's, you know, really computer savvy that knows what, like not me, where you, <laughs> you probably could track me wherever I was just shopping. No, I couldn't, I wouldn't want to. No, <laughs> well, no. See, for me, that loses the fun in it. You know, I've never, I've never really been the the guy in the relationship that's like, who are, where are you going? Who's that? Give me the phone. Uh, I've never, it, it totally fucking kills the relationship. I don't care if you're just dating or you're in the relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what I used to tell myself. I was like, look, if it's fucking happening, A, I don't want to fucking know. B, I'm going to find the fuck out eventually. So I might as well just act like it's all good and enjoy it. You know, and frankly, I've never technically caught anybody. You know, I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I haven't technically caught anybody. So for, you know, I've never, never been much for the, who's that? Where are you going with yeah. the phone? That shit, that doesn't float at all. Nope. That's never who I was. I can actually say that. I was probably a little bit to the extreme on the opposite side where I probably could have called and said, why aren't you home? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I never did that. But that was, of course, during marriage, not dating. Um, yeah, dating, you have to walk that fine line, right, of what the, well, it was Leo that, uh, he's been on the podcast, I write about him all the time, uh, episode 52, uh, he gives his how to find the right relationships, right, the steps. Now, again, sure, I think it's great application, it's a good filter. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any right way to find, you know, the right relationship. No, I think it's just putting yourself in the position to you where you can be found, hmm. uh, meaning love yourself, be into yourself to where people you're approachable. If you're not approachable, then someone's probably not going to find you. Yeah. And each time I hear my mom, you know, there's no perfect life, but a lot of times though, that saying can also resign you to the fact of, Hey, there's no perfect life. At least this husband or, and, or girlfriend, whatever does this, right. They meet the standard of this, at least all I got to do is overlook this and your battles. Right. And then fine. I'll just, I'll deal with it. How many people just deal with who they're with or cope with it because they don't want to be in the dating pool because they don't want to get back out there and have to sift through the, you know, stage five clingers and the, (laughs) you know what I mean? They don't want to sift through that. So, so they just kind of, you know, roll it off. I would say a large majority do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so many people become so content their life that they're not like continuously trying to feed it to make it better mm-hmm. and that's i think why they get where they get yeah i used to i used to say things it's hard to, to grasp right is so many people think they have a right to the a, a relationship right they simply say hey i'm, I'm here i'm alive i can cultivate a, a life in a relationship with someone but if you thought for a second of it more like a driver's license more that you know, what do you bring to the table? Do you bring a, a, a good self-love, right? I used to use the bubbles as the example. How yeah. many, and it's not just like, what do you bring to the table as far as money, support? Not the basics, right? Because we know how Connor turned out, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can bring the money, the structure, the whole thing, but if that connection is not there. But, you know, a lot of times a relationship isn't something you're owed. It's not something you deserve just because you're here. And a lot of times it's better to forego trying to have a relationship when maybe it's not the idea of not ready, but if you're not willing to bring certain things to the table at all, you know, of being able to say, Hey, 
I'm not, not that I'm not ready for it, but sometimes, hey, I don't deserve it right now. And All right, then you're probably not ready if you don't deserve it right now. That's, to me, I would much rather somebody just keep it real and say, I actually dated somebody where he was way out there and said that and was very honest. And the question was never approached like, I would like that. Yeah. But it was just like way up front of, that's really not kind of my story. And, yeah. you know, I wasn't um, dating him for that reason either. It was just kind of one of those things where you enjoyed company. Yeah. But no. Yeah. The upfront honesty stuff can, yeah. it, it helps. But a lot of times that's the game too, though. You know, wherever, what side you're coming from. And that's another back to the dating game, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, look how many games that, that poor short hair girl, they really stereotyped the, the girl in that one who's calling. She exists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She does She's called me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they've yeah. left messages. You know yeah. that that short. What's her name in the movie? I don't remember. Yeah, you know, the short hair girl's like looking for the relationship. Yeah. You know, everything's out. That's that. I've been on the date before where it's you order something and they're like, "Oh, I was gonna order that too." Oh my god, <laughs> everything's a fucking coincidence. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, "There's two things on the menu." A special mm-hmm. order menu. <laughs> we had a 50-50 shot off rip. Uh, you know, so yeah. it's, but when you're looking for the Corvette, right, when you're buying one, you're going to see a bunch of them on, on the road. Um, but again, if anybody had any fucking right answers to any of this, to any relationship, there, there wouldn't be six million trillion books on, right. on, on how to do it. Mm-hmm. But yet, we'll still pull up the article that it says 10 things not to do in a relationship. We'll still pull that shit up even though there's no... There's no, I don't think there's any magic key to this shit. No, I think it's just like a diet. Everybody is circumstantial. How they in your blood, you know how somebody can do one thing and if they have different blood, it's just like they react 100% different. Yeah. I mean, I fucked uh, Front Street. I took my marriage textbook. I mean, I was counselor man at the time. So, I mean, I, of course, I weighed the options and the things and the bed. I was like, this is matches on the thing. Okay, this is something you do. Yeah. And at the end, I was like, I kind of felt like the blonde chick with Connor. Yeah. Going all oh, the house and the stuff. And then, oh, not with you. No. And that's sad as fuck <laughs> to a point. It is, but at the same Isn't time. Isn't it sadder to stay, though? Right? Yeah. 30 years later. That's freaking jail. Yeah. Well, we talked about love being sacrificed last week, but so I don't want to get too wrapped up in talking about the definition of love or what it means. You know, it's, I kind of like what my perception I've been saying lately, love is irrational anyway. So approach it irrationally and accept any avenues possible. Cause when I applied the rational approach to a rational, uh, irrational idea like love, well, I failed, I failed at it and, or whatever failed would mean. All right. Somebody would attack me on failing. I get it. But you know, so you know, the, the, the love with you is irrational as fuck from the beginning, but it's fucking magical. And so for me, maybe, you know, being able to to live in that optimistic idea of the irrational that love is, is what it's like to ride that roller coaster of a relationship. Yeah. I don't know. Or date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, there's too many rules on it i and when you put the rules there it becomes work instead of fun but all right so now let's play devil's advocate let's flip it let's say fuck the rules okay and then I you meet a fuck the rules okay okay you're, you I did said there's too many <laughs> don't get it twisted there's rules <laughs> don't make this come out <laughs> yeah it's true you did all right but let's let's work backwards right let's, let's go to the opposite of the spectrum okay. so let's throw the rules out your friend calls you and uh i don't know let's say 
I remember this, uh, the cashier today at Publix, her, her name was Caitlin. Let's say you, you call uh, your friend Caitlin. You're like, Caitlin, I, I met this, this one guy, you know, uh, not quite sure what he really does for a living or something. You can't explain much about yeah. the guy. And you just say, hey, we're running off together because it feels right. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, let's say, no, you know what? Let's say you're Caitlin. The friend calls you and says My this. My Caitlin, okay. Right, you're Caitlin. The friend calls you, right? And now they're doing the other one. There are no rules. We traded numbers. I called him or whatever, right? We broke every rule. You know, we had sex on the first night. He's in it too. He's with it. We're going to run off to Vegas and get married. <laughs> I would say that she was on crack. <laughs> <laughs> Why? But there's uh, no rules, or wait, there's some rules. I'm talking about mine, not theirs. Ah, okay. They can rules. do whatever they want, but I would still say you're on crack to that particular action mm. um, because it's so it's so binding. Yeah. So quickly. Oh, oh yeah, my I never got to the point about Leo, which is uh, that he would say that it takes a year for the real person. Uh, to come out that the interview I think as as he refers it to lasts for about a year that after a year you really start to meet the person not necessarily that you live with them right but just that year you actually meet them and that in that year if you wouldn't commit right then to something long term to end it it's kind of like now he may listen to this go that's not what I said you're (laughs) fucking it up but maybe I added a little my own bias in there (laughs) I think I did you know, you do a year if you're not willing to commit. Because that was the other relationship, too, in that movie, where they were engaged seven years, or no, together seven years, never getting married, right? right? That happened to a, a relation friend of mine who was engaged nine years and then never worked. And and ends, mm-hmm. you know. So he's saying, you know, after that year, the job interview's there. And if you're not seriously, would go to whatever that level would be, the proverbial step. I, I fucking hate the steps. It's such a social construct. You know, the, to walk away. What do you think? What does she say? <laughs> is that like what the eighth person? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's far too much thought put into something that should be so easy. <laughs> oh, again, guidelines. Damn, you're right. It's, it's to me. I would, if it's working in a year and it's not, uh, I don't feel like discontent. Like I'm looking around for something better. Then I'm just going to stay there because it's fun for me. Or, but it doesn't mean I'm going to go. It's been a year and I really haven't decided to nail it down. That was a rule for me when I dated. That literally was my mental rule. When I was a single guy and I dated, mm-hmm. the second it wasn't fun anymore, I would go, I have to leave now because this isn't fun. Oh, any- that sucks. <laughs> well, so was not being fun anymore. <laughs> well, I guess that's okay. If, I mean, it depends on what you guys, uh, you left relationships because of that? Uh, relationships? I said dating. Oh. Dating. Yeah. Okay. If I'm dating and it already becomes not fun, what what is dating? Yeah, what the right? What is it? Right? Is it just sleeping together wait, and wait, randomly no. going out to dinner? Let's go to high school. You have to, Patricia. Will you go out with me? <laughs> yeah, I made you do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so old school. You never you even ask me. Yeah, of course I do. Uh, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you or not? I do actually. Okay. I do. Um, that's too many I do. So <laughs> yeah, there won't be another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't nice. I wasn't, but I'll cheers to it. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, what what is dating, right? Because when do you cross the line between between like I what I, we used to say was like oh, we just seen each other. 
Like somebody like, oh, me and Adam were dating. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm just seeing that girl, man. Yeah. I'm just seeing that girl. That was <laughs> we're my. We're talking. We're talking. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was first. Now you can move from talking. Oh, we're talking. Seeing each other is, you know, we 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 we, we talking. We seeing each other, but no, it ain't it ain't serious. Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, what was dating? Oh okay. So it's really I can't. Dating, I think, is when you've gone out maybe more than three times. You gotta have the talk. I think the talk is when it changes from dating. We are dating is I'm hoping they're not fucking anybody else. <laughs> and oh, I'm see, taking I would just have that conversation. I would just Well, that's say when that it up. changes. Yeah. I think when you sit down and have the conversation of I am not having sexual relations or emotional ties, if you will, with someone else. And I'm only going to have it with you. That you, would not turn me on. I would not at all. I would take it very slow. Okay. <laughs> but my point is the talk. However you take that approach, right? Yeah. Is when that talk happens, I think, that's when it transfers from the, you're just talking. You know, we're dating. I've seen her a few times. I mean, I don't know her, but I've seen her. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That transfer from we, we've gone out, we've talked, my phone may not be on. You know what yeah. I mean? When we transfer to that, I think, is when that conversation happens. And I wonder how many relationships live in that gray area of the unknown and never survive because they don't have the conversation. One is more into the other than the other one. Possibly. That's yeah. when that one happens. Mm. Yeah. I People are too... Um, majority of people i should say if they want something they just find a way to make it happen or get it yeah it's it you know you always think about somebody that may chase the woman down right that you think the woman or the man you want to be with is somebody that you know you you chase to get right you hear the story sometimes at a brunch some fuckers talking too loud right his insurance lapel shirt on is i don't chase i send someone else to chase well you hear and you're like yeah it's you know she didn't call me for two weeks and then of course i did (laughs) And, you know, they, they play it up on how she just wouldn't listen to me, wouldn't take the call. And finally she gave in and we've been married for three years now. Yeah, because she was the tough one, right? Right, but it, one's chasing the other. And all I really see there is eventually one's going to be bored eventually and one's going to keep chasing, right? I, I can't see that blossoming into something. Uh, the way that you describe that does seem like the type of relationship that turns into, um, well, you're here, I'm here. Yeah, like the one the, guy who yeah, just yeah. kind of was sitting alone who owned, who who either owned or managed the, the, bar, yeah. the supper club, right? <laughs> Cat's like, shit, she's right, I'm alone. Fuck, I'm going to go back to the crazy chick. You yeah. know, and he runs to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's at that place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's when people actually even decide to try relationships mm. is when they feel like they're done. It's fucking odd, though. I don't want to say odd. I guess we know. And maybe I'm just older now or something, but how many people I realized are fucking cheated on or fucking do cheating. It's Mm. like, it's, it's wild. Now. I mean, and I'm talking 30 year marriage type shit. I'm not talking like we're dating. We're talking, you cheated you know, you had a three month or, and then you met somebody else. Not that, not that, that small, weird dating game area, gray area. Mm -hmm. I mean, like the people have been together 20, 30, 40 fucking years. You know what I mean? That, that, that just either disappear with somebody else, you know, it's almost like they lose their mind when they've been married that long and they take that step of cheating. It's like they have that fuck it kind of attitude. Like, I've already ruined my life, my wife's life, my husband's life, whatever, whoever's doing the cheating, where they just throw it all out the window. Like, oh, well. Yeah. 
they seem to just it's wild so how do you self-destructive well who are we to say that maybe that marriage at one point was the shit it was awesome it did it worked out right and maybe they were young when they got together and they've only had like two people or just themselves so when then a lot of times you get the backstory and you're like, all right, they were together 30 years. They've been dating since seventh grade. Home girl or homeboy tripped out, had an issue, you know, and you kind of go, uh, I get it, you know, yeah. and some people go, no, I don't fucking get it. Right. It's 30 fucking years. Right. You made the commitment. Right. There's such that argument there of yeah. what is or what's supposed to be, man. And it's just it. Part of the things where I say it's circumstantial. Sure. But the uh, the older I get, I'm going to squirrel some shit together. It'll come together. My whole life, I've walked around because I watched a, a marriage that was not ideal. If anything, I could have made little wristbands that said, what would they do not to do it? You know, <laughs> at least that was helpful. Yeah. So I kind of walked around pessimistic, investigative, looking at marriages, relationships. You know, is that one healthy? Is that good? You know, and I've seen a lot of people. <laughs> I've met a lot of people, seen a lot of marriages. And sadly, I remember maybe four that I kind of go, there's probably a chance. And two of those people are probably already divorced, mm -hmm. you know, but there's a few relationships that I've really seen where that stuck out to me anyway. And that's, yeah. that's my, and I'm sure I missed one or two that in their own, you know, do their own thing, have their own, whatever that in my filter, my perception didn't recognize as happy, but was. So there's that room. Right. But on a mass majority, I'm talking 98%. Aren't. Yeah. Like, you, I don't, I don't. But then where do we bring in the line, right? Can you hear my mom? There's no perfect life, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, so where's the settling versus the no perfect life, the accepting? Where's it for you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Am I the only one drinking wine tonight? I think I No, I was drinking. I know that the sound of me falling in the microphone is not the greatest sound. <laughs> that's It's a different show. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's subjective. <laughs> Uh, oh. The wine tonight again is misbehave <laughs> or misbehaved. I think that one was my selection. Yeah, it was. It was a good selection, actually. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's Pinot Noir. Yeah. Anywho, what was the question to me as far as what my perception was, or what you were asking me what my opinion was on, or me specifically? Was it guidelines? No, no, you dodged the question well, though. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a dodger. <laughs> You're definitely not. No. Um, I don't know. We were talking. What were we talking? I don't know. I think I'm probably glad I forgot it because I was uncomfortable for a half a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now yeah, I heard that's where the change is. Yeah, I think it is. No, but I, I don't know. I want to know if I could take it back. Somebody call in right now. <laughs> All right. If you listened and you remembered what the dang question was, um, I'm pulling up the phone number again. Call in uh, 305-741-4235. Call that number. Uh, and tell me what the fuck it is. <laughs> I asked Patricia because <laughs> I want to know what that answer was that I wanted to ask. No, I'm, we can listen to it tomorrow and ask it. Okay. It was some line about something. I don't know. What were we talking about before that? <laughs> oh, God. We can do this together. I know, right? We can do this together. <laughs> Again, you can call 305 741 4235. Did you have a, a negative? attitude towards being in relationships as you were dating i mean was it like um when you were dating and you decided you were in a relationship did you feel almost like okay fine i'm giving in like the the majority of the negative uh attitude towards marriage did you have that same attitude towards commitment hmm. 
No, I th- I think I try to go into it with an optimistic you know view. I try to go, all right, we're gonna do this shit. <laughs> yes. All right, you know, I'm gonna um, yeah, we're, we're gonna you know try this, I guess, to a point. And uh, unfortunately, I I tend to play the chess game way too much and too often, and would soil the now because I would play the pieces forward, and more than likely somewhere along the way would spoil. <laughs> did uh did you feel like you were playing the chess game when you met me? No. No, that was a different yeah. That's the cool part is that well, I'm saying yeah, the difference of the idea of well dating games, right? The idea of three day rule, right? I don't call for three days, right? Um or whatever it was, none of that applied. Yeah. You know, again it was irrational, but none of that applied. So no, I didn't approach the dating games with you. So I didn't I think that's a cool difference you point out, right? As if I'm out there to meet somebody, but I take the position of the belief that this is a game to be played, that because I've been cheated on, manipulated, lied to multiple times, one or two times, that everybody I'm meeting is out to play that same game. I know. And, and you know, when you've been, uh, I hate to use the word victim nowadays, but yeah. when you've been... Oh, uh, it's okay. It's loosely used all the time. Well, when you've been a victim of somebody cheating or having an affair, whatever, you recognize the behavior that that person had. Sure. And then so when someone is doing that, it's natural to go, yeah. And that's usually the something? one that's checking your shit. Usually the one that's on your phone going, hey, where you? And now if you've given clear signals, by the way, that's your ass. Yeah. But if you're not giving clear signals in left field Tuesday, you're watching the show and he or she's like, give me your phone. They're going through all your stuff. Do you even like me anymore? Do you da, 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 da. I'm going, whoa, shit. I would be like, what'd you do? Yeah, right. <laughs> what did you fucking do? Oh, well, see. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I've not ever um, taken that aspect because sometimes i've had questions before and i wasn't doing those things yeah so i try to remember those things when i'm spouting that off it's kind of like when people say people joke with what they really mean yeah um i don't always do that sometimes i joke (laughs) about shit i don't mean (laughs) you know so it's hard for me to go well that's true you know so the same thing for relationships go if somebody's um thinking that i'm cheating because i'm asking you if you're cheating yeah. That's not always true. Yeah, you find a lot of the, uh, I was making left field into the, the save the people relationships. You know, I've heard, I can't remember who it was, and I'll point them out if you remember who it was I at was. the house talking about it. I can't remember. But um, he was saying uh, that a friend of his found somebody and was hanging out with this person and said, oh, man, I got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. You know, as if like, all right, I'm going to be with this person. I got work to do. The fixer-upper. Right. The I'm going to take care of them. Nobody's ever loved them. You know, they don't or he or she doesn't have this or that. The I'm going to take care of them. You know, person who's looking for that relationship. Yeah, I think when people are looking for that relationship, that's probably where they find their value. Mm. Is to be able to help someone. Or avoid yourself. Yeah. It's easier to to try to take care of somebody else than yourself a lot of times. It was was actually difficult for me to... um, be as embraced as I was by you. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, there are certain things like compliments that you get from people, sure. And obviously they're always appreciated, but it was difficult for me to have someone um, smile longer or hug you um, at a 
different time than it wasn't just um like flirty hug yeah putting in my work hug (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. oh it's Um, after work i'm supposed to hug you now yeah i'm home here's the hi honey the kiss the hug i did the thing all right all those things were um hard in the beginning for me to um i I would almost get that reaction of "Ah." (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) oh no i was connor (laughs) yeah (laughs) no no it was um it was a good thing for sure but it was hard for me to um just like you yeah, it was we were both approached. I was like, "What are you doing? Something nice for me for what? What's your angle? You have you met me? Do you know me? <laughs> After you know me, you're gonna change your mind." You know, mm-hmm. it was well. It's really difficult. I think you pointed that shit out to me, and not a lot of people have been able to say that to me, or if anybody, you know, is that you know, Adam, you have a, a you deserve to be loved. And for me, I didn't realize how much uh, I really thought somebody was dealing with my shit. You know, a lot of men say that. I hear a lot of my guy friends say that. Oh, she deals with my shit. Ever since then, I'm can nah. You change that with me. It's like if somebody's dealing with my shit, then what do I think of myself? Yeah. You know what I mean? If oh, she deals with me, I'm like yeah. well, who the fuck are you, man? You know, and you know, we we accept the love that we think we deserve. Period. Fucking period. You know, if we're with somebody and we're taking the abuse, we're taking the cheating, we say it's for the kids, we rationalize that shit. And we truly accept the love we think we fucking deserve, man. We teach You teach people how to treat you the smartest fucking thing Dr. Phil has ever fucking said. We teach people how to treat you. You do that and we accept the love that you think you deserve. Yeah, and then if you don't, then you deserve it. Mm. Yeah. I mean... Think about how many times have you said to a friend or something, well, did you tell her that? Yeah. And their response is, well, no, no dude. I, well, she, she knows. Probably pissed, or, she knows. Well, wait, wait. He I knows. called out one of your friends the other day about that. I yeah. won't say the name. Yeah. But he kept on saying, um, she does this, she does that or whatever. And I was like, well, what did she say? Well, well you know, she, uh, you know, he was like, she has to know. And I'm like, well, did you tell her? Yeah. Did you tell her? Yeah, she knows. Well, she's got to know is what his response was. Remember, it was, she's got to know. No, she doesn't got to know. Did you actually say Yeah. It? You know how many people Freaking don't tell just, her. Yeah, they don't. Well, I dropped like 87,000 hands. We've had those things before where you just go, I, I hope he knows that I would like for this to happen or I'd like to go there. Yeah. Just say. Well, sometimes the after effect when I tell you helps. I'm like, you know what? I was, I had an expectation yesterday. I set it forward. And in that expectation, you couldn't read my mind. So today I'll communicate what that <laughs> was so you could do it. Do not and then, share. No, and, and then I did the, <laughs> then, really then, then a reverse happened. Yeah. And then it's funny to go like, now I'll try to actually communicate what I meant to communicate <laughs> through my own assumption. Yeah. And you know, when someone does that, when you take that time to communicate that way, it slows me down to go, maybe I should try that approach because it worked for me. Yeah. Check it, okay. check it, look at it. All right. <laughs> Make me scratch my brain. <laughs> oh, man. We're, oh, man. We just got multicultural as we leave dating. Oh, crap. I, I would do that all the time with my girlfriends. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, he's <laughs> Yeah, you would. Now, I would definitely be with, uh, I'm saying in a white girl that would wear braids once in her life. You know? Um, yeah. I have before, and I love it. <laughs> well, don't tell anybody because uh, I've had braids too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, I, I like to try. Uh, yeah, okay, you know what? Let me address that. You were asking me something about Caitlin. Um, you know, how she reacted, would react if I, the whole Vegas thing. Yeah, right, okay. right, right, right. 
Well, your friend calls you and goes, "Oh my God, I found love. He's awesome. I don't know what he does. Could be a gangster. I'm not sure, but we're running off together. We're getting married." Yeah. And your response would be, "Well, yeah, my response was you're a dipshit because it's so permanent. I wouldn't say you're, you're a dipshit if you're going to go uh, spend the weekend with him in Vegas. I'd be going, woo, yeah, <laughs> right, <have laughs> fun, fun, you yeah. know. But if you're going to make it such a commitment, then that's when I would be uh, have a different outlook on it." Yeah, I mean, when do you know when you're supposed to get married? When you just know, I know for fifty percent of my friends, it's when their girlfriend got pregnant. <laughs> Supposed to, <laughs> right? That's Supposed when it happened. Yeah, right. um, and if you decide that it needs to be sped up because of that, who cares? It doesn't necessarily have to mean the reason. It just means it worked out better for you financially, even though eventually you were going to get married anyway. It's odd how much I've seen that social construct weigh a motherfucker when they're like, "Well, man, you know, you know, I get the call." So um, are. You, are you never going to get married again in life? Do you have that? Are, are you opposed? What What is your take on um, that now that you've experienced it? To say never would be irrational, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, to to set forth a concrete belief in the future of someone would be irrational to state. Uh, I don't want to be the typical guy in the Guy Harvey shirt and flip-flops who's been divorced, who has one too many beers in his construction company, turns around and goes, hell no, I ain't never getting married. Fuck yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? But he'll get married four more times. Yeah. <laughs> Outside, I don't want to be that I ain't person. never met Louise before that shit. Yeah. How was I supposed to know that I was going to fucking marry her? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> her fucking sister. I married her first, and I didn't know I was going to get divorced. <laughs> Jesus, we just went out there. We do this, people. We change voices <laughs> randomly when no one's watching and the camera's on. <laughs> <laughs> just yesterday when they called. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun to share. Another day. Yeah, another day. Who, what were we talking about again? Uh, choices no. in relationships. I can't remember. We scrolled off the left field, but we did. I mean, oh, I think we were. I was actually getting to talk to you about Caitlin and yes, how I basically when I started uh, when I started dating you. I know. I wanted every ounce of my decision to be solely mine. Yeah. So I really isolated myself from a lot of things in my life because I didn't want any um, distractions because everybody else or a lot of the people in my life are trying to have rational lives. <laughs> I'm down in the wine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, so I, I tried to good... make it all my decision to where everything I did wasn't because... You know, sometimes people make the mistake of, um, say they get in a fight with their boyfriend and they go to their girlfriend and they go, that fucking asshole did this, this. And you know what he said about you? You know, where they just yeah. go stupid and then they're back together with their boyfriend the next day. Right? Yeah. Where you go, really? Yeah. So I didn't want anyone's input on anything. So you were um, a book I was reading. Ah, take it out. No, I I like that approach though. The I can I can respect that because let's face it, if you whoever the fuck you're calling anyway to talk about the guy or girl you met, you're calling who you know is gonna tell you what you fucking want to hear anyway. If no. you wanna if you wanna hear go get it or go after it, you're gonna call the friend that's gonna tell you to go after it and go get it. If you don't want to, you're gonna call the friend that's gonna tell you, nah man, don't worry about it, just wait. Give it three days. That's the rule. Three days don't call. So you end up calling anyway. So I like what you did, how you kind of seal yourself off and go, I don't want anyone to talk me into this, and I don't want anyone to talk me out of this. Right. 
I did do that, but I cannot lie. I did phone a friend every now and then, which was your mother. <laughs> Ooh, but, come on, got me in there. Um, yeah, and I only did that because that person understood you. Yeah. So I felt like if I asked her a question She's or... She's crazy as fuck, <laughs> or what? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what you meant when you said do this, but is that normal? <laughs> no, not at all. She's like... I don't know that guy. Maybe that's someone <laughs> different that you're talking about. No, so I, I was really happy that I did separate those things so that because friends, people do have such a huge influence on the decision that you're making. Because sometimes uh, in an argument or whatever, you almost want to make a decision just because you don't want to be embarrassed that your friend knows the story. Yeah. And now you're going to go do, do this. it anyway. Yeah. And, and people are biased as shit. You know, they may, who knows? what bias they're putting in their lives. You know, like I said, look at my, a lot of my married friends disowned me. When I was divorced, they were like, fuck you, you're not in it with us anymore. So they couldn't call you to talk about it, right? And and, and where is the loss? That's, yeah, that's why, yeah. I dig it. You see that? You, John, you guys hear that? Yeah. That's I'm sad to me. Yeah, it is, because it's almost like... I do, I think they'll come back around though. Sure, but they almost want to go... You're no longer in the sacrificial lamb department. You're you're into the other department. You know we we can't hang out anymore. Yeah, but you'll end up being that one that they, man, dude, where are you going? I wish I was living your fucking life. Man, she left me for the auto detailer, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? I thought you were in love, dude. Remember that orange theory class she was going to? <laughs> There's a fucking theory behind that. <laughs> <laughs> That was bad. I, I went way Scooby Doo just now. <laughs> yeah, none of my friends talk like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was going through the Rolodex there. I, I think I've met a few of those ones. No, really? No? Who? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no. We have traveled down the rabbit hole of a few dating games, but a lot of really, you know what it comes down to? It seems like the games we continually play with ourselves. It's their, our own mental game, really, is, is what it seems to be. Reading the person, but not communicating with the person. Guessing what they're saying or want without actually saying what we want or, or what they want. I just completely made out with the microphone. <laughs> My mouth is all hitting it. What the fuck, man? I'm know, jealous. Yo, right? put that microphone away, man. I'm check, a, check. We're going to talk in that microphone <laughs> of the conversation. Okay. <laughs> um, There's a line of jealousy, too, right? Yeah. Would you um, consider yourself a jealous person? No. No? No, but I would also say I'm old school and I'm chivalrous to a point, you know what I mean? To where um, I'm I'm just, I'm, I'll fucking say it. I, I'm the dude that if I'm around and you're fucking with somebody like a kid or an older lady or, or a woman, if you're doing that and I'm around, I'm more than likely I may be calling somebody for bail money. I'm gonna fuck a bitch up. You know, so for me, kind of old school like that is a way is where I, I, I'm gonna just reference Pac. <laughs> you can admire, but don't look too long. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look. If you're not admiring, something's fucking wrong. I mean, yeah. I made I, a bad choice. <laughs> I don't even, you know, the, the admiring that's normal. Yeah. But the second that woman knows you're admiring her is when you lose the game. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like to me, if a beautiful woman walks by, how could you not look? She's beautiful. You just but give it a glance and then you're if done. You, if you don't twist back a little bit, my lady walks by. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but if you're looking back and it's when just... you're disrespectful to that female or yeah. to the woman that you're with, that's when I'm just going at you. Just drop like five notches. Like a man that resists looking at a beautiful woman. That's like, say, if 
you were with some female and there was a beautiful woman that walked by and you didn't give her attention. Yeah. I would be so hot for you because it was like you were that fucking solid that you're just like, Is it I don't need I to. actually look for points to do that. <laughs> no, but it's weird because then I have to notice the chick to begin with. But it's I notice her from a distance, though. and when I'm like, I know she's coming, I'm like, because I know you're smart like that. I and so I'm like, that. you do notice? Yeah, of course. I you do. really do notice? I appreciate it. Ah, I'm like, I ah, this one's some dude would look. I'm going to be like, bam, I'm yeah. way east on this shit. Yeah, and you know what? It's so great. <laughs> it is the highest compliment to the female that you're with when there's nothing wrong with like you did. You recognize them. Like, hmm, this might cause a problem. <laughs> I might look the whole other direction. That's just smart. And it's just like if somebody um, tries to make eye contact a little bit longer than they should. Well, they say that on the the, the uh, movie too. Remember, it's like oh. if the girl looks at you and it's one, two, three. <laughs> oh yeah, we're fucking. It's <laughs> like one, yeah. two. Yeah, nothing. We're not. Yeah. not at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's people that try to do that with you, and where you're like, "What the fuck did you get off me?" And yeah. you know, they're literally just trying to lock that. Do that lock when you're with your man or whatever. I think maybe they're just old. <laughs> they're like, look at that shit. <laughs> okay. Old guys get a pass. They, they can look a little bit. I can't because they can't do anything. Can't look, my brother summed it up once. My <laughs> Sorry, big brother. Um, he was drunk, and I was drunk, and uh, I was younger, and we were hanging out, and we were just talking like this about women cheating and I don't know, I think it was maybe a breakup, and I could only, you know, I'm like, this girl, she may kiss this other guy. I don't know. I was yeah. being some whiny bitch. <laughs> and my brother goes, so what? They fucked. <laughs> and then what? And maybe they didn't. So she did this. So she she sucked this fucking dick. <laughs> and and he's talking like that, too. Yeah. He, was in, he, he tried out for the Sopranos. He would have been in it, but he hated New York. And he's like, so fucking what? After it's over. And what, 30, 40, 50 minutes, you know? It's the 15, <laughs> most likely. And then it's over, and she's got to fucking hang with the guy. And it ain't you, right? And it wasn't you, isn't it? And, so, and he goes, when it's all over, it's just yeah. really just that. But that's all. That's such the breaking point, though, for so many people, right? Is where they do kill themselves, right? Or they go... The further, right? They get violent, right? When when they catch the cheating or something like that. Oh, I believe that is so powerful. And sure, I, I reacted that way in ninth grade when I when I <laughs> when the new boyfriend oh of my, my ex. God. Yeah, I was a bully when the new boyfriend of my ex. I was an asshole, and I just did some shit. But as you get older, I I, I always remembered that talk of my brother, right? Like if I broke Who up with a girl, you? yeah, or she broke up with mm -hmm. me, like the one girl left me and was with like the second richest dude in fucking Orlando. They walked into my fucking club I'm managing like four nights later. And I'm like, ah, you're with this rich motherfucker. Yeah. Good looking dude, shredded, you know, rich as heck, got his own helicopter. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, Jesus. And all I could think was my brother. <laughs> eh, so fucking what? They fucked. They had some sweaty. Th and then it's all over. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? And I really applied that. <laughs> so thank you, big brother, for the most sophisticated advice. When, you're, when you are trying to deal with somebody that cheated on so you. So was he saying, so fucking what? Forgive her, she's coming home to you, or mm -mm. so fucking what, move on, she's a fucking broad. Yeah, fuck her. Oh, okay. he would, no, man, he's playing me Journey, all this shit, right? If you're age, he's playing me the breakup songs, right? That's funny. It is, isn't it funny when you really think about the age, too? Oh, yeah, because he's eight like, years older than me. He's playing me, you know, uh, uh, here I go again on my That's own. That's a great uh, backwards speed skating song. Thank you. Oh. White Snake. Shut up, <laughs> Fine Hills, roller skating rink. But it'd be that song. But for me, it was the turn of the map. And on the only road I've been left. 
Return of the Mac. That was oh. me. Middle school. I'm That's like, a little oh. weak sauce. Nah, that was seventh Return grade, man. And my pleated pants rolled up, loafers on, silk shirt. I would dance to it. Hair okay. comb sideways looking like Zach Moore. <laughs> I would listen. Return of the I'm like, yeah, it's on. It's uh, on. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and you just bounced right back? More than likely. Well, that's yeah. good. Oh, dude, I was an abused child kid. You think relationships bothered me? The more, the merrier. I was yeah. just like, yeah, give me some distraught, fucked up, disturbed relationships where I break this person's heart and act this way. I was Cheers like, yeah. to this. <laughs> that's what you said to those girls, like, who cares anymore? Yeah, I was an asshole, man. I was. But for me, I was like, well, that's the point, though, right? Is being the asshole guy that I was, was I was fulfilling some some insecurities i never really got as a kid right so now i can i can prove it i remember somebody i respect very much actually getting wasted with him going out one night who's been married for a long time turned around look at me and he's like man i miss the hunt you know this hunt, and he's describing it like this fucking hunt <laughs> you say in that tone? yeah that's how he said it, it yeah that's how he said it. it was deep in the drink and yeah. he's like i miss the hunt man and i'm just like wow you're a sick fuck i'm like and you married i love you and respect you but bad person you know what I mean? I was like, this, the, the, that hunt or the con, you know, it's just that primal mix, man. I, I don't know. Because they're yeah, the other side to argue relationships are irrational by themselves to think that you would sleep with one woman your whole life or one man your whole life, right? There's people that argue that religious intention. Like, what a fucking shit pool. God. I think more often than not, there's just too much thought put into everything. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. I think, think a lot of people do. Think about this. We could spend two months talking about where we want our relationship to go, right? Sure, Just sure. back and forth. Of, ultimately, eventually, this is what I want, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And finally, we come to this agreement two and a half months later, and I fucking die on an airplane. Whoa. I wasted all whoa. that time. Whoa. No, whoa. it's real. Hey, I whoa. wasted all that time planning yeah, and putting rules on life when it's not a guarantee it, you just can't do that obviously there's guidelines but realistically i think too much time is wasted on planning and thought process and things like that as far as where it's going to take you the, the the peacock display if you will of what is love or what isn't right the uh i have to present something else you know and i, I think i'm with you is short-term pain and long-term pain if you play the dating games and you feel something with somebody or you at least you're thinking it as i would say if you think you're feeling something more than likely you're thinking it but if there's something there that you want to go after you know you cannot and perhaps suffer long-term pain and be 20 30 years and wonder what if if i had just tried that or given that shot or did that or if i did leave that relationship that i just settled for that's long-term pain too. And you can deal with the long-term pain of what would be, or you can deal with that short-term pain and try it. And then know, because then at least you'll know. And I, I think, especially whatever you, people want to define as love, if you don't give that a shot, I think that's a regret. It's hard to be okay with if you leave there. Okay, so take the word love out of your life right now. The word love. Mm -hmm. If you were going to express that feeling to me or to somebody, it can be someone that just you're not in love with, what words would you use instead of the word love? 
would you say? No, no, you already know. Well, I, I, I'm aware of unspoken love. No, Patricia. What? The words would be, I see you. <laughs> I know that, baby. You're supposed <laughs> to say it. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. That would be it, I think, because beneath the underbelly of the words, the dating games and all of it, I think that perhaps we want to be seen and we want to share. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what maybe a relationship is about, is to say that, hey, I'm going to take this irrational chance and vow with you for a moment in time. Because this is part of the human experience that I'm going to give it a shot with. And follow that there are no supposed tos or shoulds, especially when you deal with fucking love. And I think that forgo the games, man. You can court, do your thing. But if you're gaming from the front, more than likely the end of that is going to be games out the back. Yeah, you're going to hear that losing game sound. Right, right, whatever. Yeah, it's going to fill out for you. And, you know, I, I think it would result to knowing why you want a relationship. You know, on, to build on top of what you said, I think is most important in the beginning what she said, mm-hmm. is that, you know, to love yourself. And that changes. We have days where we do and we don't. But where you can understand and love yourself to where the love that you accept, the love you think you deserve is that of a standard that keeps you healthy and adds to your life. It doesn't decrease your life. I think what you said is the important beginning, but I'll add that to the background. Yeah. Just to be approachable. (laughs) If somebody can't even give you that option, it's probably not going to happen. And if somebody's not, that I, I would, I would. You asked me to, what I would tell them instead of like to do it. Instead, of what I told you is, I see you. I think that if you are on the fence about whether a relationship you're in is worth it or not, or whether you should leave, you know, for me, beyond asking yourself if you're happy, because this is subjective and can change with the weather. Or asking if you love the person, because this too can change with the weather. You know, you can leave people and still love them. Yeah, so I if you that. So if you ask the questions like, well, do you love them? I think you set yourself up for the circles because you don't want to make a choice. That it's not about the love or whether I love them or like them or uh, whether I'm happy or not, you know. Um, I had an answer. And I don't anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a big big crescendo I was building up. But I, I got maybe you are Maybe you are um, really just avoiding love in general. Just no, I was bringing it full circle to something pretty cool. <laughs> I know, I was trying to spark it. Built it big up on a crescendo with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> with nothing on the back end. I forgot what I was talking about, man. I got deep and started thinking about my own life again. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what? Ultimately, when people see someone else in a good I got it. Sorry. (laughs) That the person that you were deciding that you were with does not tell you to be less of you, but they actually ask for more of you. Mm -hmm. That, to me, has become a gold standard 
And if you've listened to any of my podcasts, people out there, that I have talked about the difference between standard expectations and preferences. That for me, the gold standard to love, or if you will, became accepted there. Is that despite all the other stuff, whether you love them, do they treat you good, or are you happy? These are things that change with the fucking weather. Depends on what they do. But for me, if that person yearns for more of you, the authentic you, and knows when it's not you. Mm-hmm. When they, when your movie ends for the day, and I used to make a movie, could be longer, and you feel that way, where you're like, shit, I got tomorrow. Yeah. If the person you're with makes you feel like that, not, well, it's sacrifice, it's for the kids, I made a commitment, it's what I said, but if that person goes, you not do that? Could you could you stop? You know, stop. If they give you that kick under the table, or if they look at you when you think you said something that's fucking hilarious, for me, that's the judgment. Get the fuck out, and or stop dating. Whether you're in the relationship or you're dating, if that person asks you to be less of you and doesn't yearn for more of you, and you too don't return the favor of wanting more of them, yeah. That's my gold standard. Fuck the games. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. I, I think for me, I mean, that was one of the main things that attracted me mm, to you. Someone <laughs> just threw up in their car. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you guys, okay? <laughs> right. Well, look, let's not get it twisted. This shit did not come without our trials and tribulations, both of us. You know what I mean? So yeah, for any of you out there going, fuck you guys, I'm happy as shit. Oh, yeah. no. I've had a go to sleep, <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> Inside joke we'll tell you about another show. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I think it is time to go to sleep, Patricia. Yeah. Well, fine. But let me tell you one thing. You can tell me two. Okay. What I was going to say was my most important thing about uh, relationships, not necessarily even love. The main thing is to communicate and you can see right through it. Yeah, and let's be real. So many people, cliches, say communicate. But people really don't. We don't. There's times where we catch ourselves to where, I, like we talked about on the podcast, right? To where, like, I thought I would communicate exactly what I was saying, and we don't. And I think a good question is what we brought up is, did you tell them that? Yep. Whatever it is you're thinking in yourself when you say good communication is ask yourself, well, did I tell them that? Once you make the statement, well, they never, well, he didn't or she shouldn't, did I ever tell them that? Mm-hmm. And I think if you can answer that, well, no. Well, then I think you hold some fault. Yeah, of course. Take it off yourself. Don't put Do it on yourself. the maximum effort on your end. Hopefully you'll get that in return. So many people wait for that sign, don't they? They go, well, I don't know if I should go all in. I, we're reading it, you know what I mean? Or I kind of like your approaches. Like, look, if you're there, put it on the table. What's the worst that happens? Yeah. They say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't, even worse happens. Never know. Yeah. That's the approach I took with you. Yeah. I also like your phrase that it's worth the wait. Yeah, it it really was. I mean... For lack of better words, 
Life could really be a conveyor belt of men. <laughs> uh, yeah, for <laughs> if sure. If you want it to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't mean men you're with. I mean men of your options of saying no, no, oh, definitely no, you know. And um, I stopped the conveyor belt when I saw. No. Ah. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. Sent a runner. Ah, I appreciate it. Well, uh, hopefully we're still together in three to four years from now, and all this will sound beautiful and sweet. <laughs> In three weeks, if we're not together, we'll play these for laughter and say those dumb fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll cry for you. Yeah. Night, you know? <laughs> uh, cheers to that episode. That's it. <laughs> well, uh, more than likely, we probably didn't help you at all in your love relationships. <laughs> if anything, we made the shit worse. Because <laughs> now you're sitting there going, I gotta fucking do something now. Yeah. I don't think so. I think they'll maybe it'll give them something to talk about. Because and Cheryl Crow that doesn't. No, <laughs> that's not Cheryl Crow. <laughs> no, no. Bon, uh, Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie Wright. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. You kind of mumbled that last <laughs> name there a little bit. I, what, what were you saying? Be clearly. <laughs> yes, you're Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie Rubin. Till next time, I'm Hustle Tico. Cheers. And, uh, yeah, we'll take calls next time. <laughs> and be brave enough to call in. My sister and brother, I tried to tell them to give us a call because he, you know, doesn't Not Max. Y- yeah, Max. I tried to call him, you know, tell him to call and whatever. No. And he He's goes. He'll just be hilarious and fuck Brian. Well, he goes, <laughs> let me, I have to leave. Oh, he's really close to me. Of course. <laughs> he said this, I have to leave. He goes. Just show you, just show a show, or just do a show where you talk about the text conversations we're having, <laughs> or talk about the internal struggle that people have when they don't believe in God and yet they have seen a ghost. <laughs> Max isn't true. Yeah, I so miss that motherfucker. Man. That is probably why. It's a good thing he did not call in. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. In this flat world, how do you date? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Sorry, push Max. it to the edge. Push it to the edge. Push it to the edge. Uh, and don't eat Max. <laughs> I like little things that way. God, I could relate to that web. I threatened the issue of the internet. Yeah, you threaten to make a remix of all of them. I <laughs> will. One day I will have a Patricia Laugh remix. Oh, God. They're awesome. There's like one through five. Yeah. And if you mix them up just right, you can make a whole thing. That seems hopeless at this point. Not really. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, I, I think it's just as silly, though. What would be silly now? Look, if you're in love, whatever the fuck that means, rationally, chase it irrationally. There are no fucking rules is the point. There's no dating rules. There's no games. Don't play them. And if somebody's playing them now, more than likely they're going to play them later. I'll just tell you that. And frankly, if you're doing it for the family, you're doing it for the kids, well, it's only as strong as the weakest link. And what are you really teaching your kids if you sacrifice yourself or sacrifice someone else? Because more than likely, they're going to remember what you mom did. And their life happens, and they say, well, what did mom and dad do? And did they sacrifice their own personal happiness for some greater good of a social construct enforced by some sort of desire? Mm-hmm. But until then, love yourself. Love your neighbor. And keep living. Good luck in the dating world. Have a great time.
Uh, it's 50-50 out there. Try to keep your numbers up. Keep your gloves up. Be honest and true, man. If you're with somebody, uh, be honest. If you're going to cheat on them, leave that somebody. But for all those that believe in love out there, this one is for you tonight. This is an Untrust remix with mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye. Now you're doing intimacy with compliments. Say it out loud. Yes. Do that. I like that. If you think of something, say it. My compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Not the other. He's like, so I just watched your show, and those pajamas are horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't say it. They start calling you platy. Right. Like, you know what? You you make that plaid just wear it just right. (laughs) (laughs) Or something about the plaid and plaid. 